And thanks for listening to this podcast on the Lawn Care Radio Network. Uh, our sister publications, Managing Editor Matt McClellan, interviewed Ed Kiley of the Perennial Farm about the difference between cost and price and how you can market your business better uh, and beat the lowballers. Here is Matt's conversation with Ed. So a lot of folks in the industry uh, tend to, when they're selling, only try to compete on price. And uh, Ed believes there's another way, and he's going to tell us a little bit about it today and what we can do as growers to change the way we do things a little bit to improve the business. Yeah, thanks, Matt. I think uh, the first thing we need to do in looking at our business is we need to see if we've differentiated ourselves. If we're the same as everybody else, we offer the same as everybody else, nothing different, then we, we kind of put ourselves in a corner in terms of the only thing that we've got to offer the consumer is, is, is the price. But more importantly, I think people fail to understand that there's a difference between price and cost. Um, give you a good example. Matt and I were just talking. Um, we're in Glenar, Maryland, and gas prices around here are about $3.50 a gallon. And let's say there's a guy down in uh, northern Virginia who's running a special, and he's got gasoline for $3 a gallon. So the cost of gasoline here in Glen Arm is three fifty. The cost down in Virginia is $3. Sounds like a no-brainer. We're going to travel down to Virginia. We're going to load up our tank, and we're going to buy $3 a gallon gas. But what people don't always understand is what is the, the, the time involved. So it's a two-hour trip to go down there. What's the wear and tear on the vehicle? What's the amount of gas that we burned to go down there? And then what is what is my time worth in terms of doing that? So the price may appear to be cheaper, but the ultimate cost of that gasoline is infinitely higher. And I think that's something we need to look at in our businesses. Okay. Very good. So in terms of, of uh, showcasing that difference between cost and price, what are some things that, uh, that growers can do? Well, I, I think, I think that the, the first thing is to look at your business and say, what are the things that we can do to be different? Um, all growers, you should look at, first of all, look at three things, the basic, the, the, the three C's. Look at the company, the customer, and the competition. Company is, that's who you work for, that's who pay our, pays our bills, that's our livelihood. We've got to do things that are right for the company. Next is the customer. We've always heard that you know the customer comes first. We want to focus on the customer, but also the competition. Um, a SWOT analysis, which is an analysis of strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, which looks at the competition to see what they do better than you, what you do better than them. Are there areas where that you could excel? Where uh, you know, a good example here at the perennial farm, we have culturally set ourselves up in such a way where we're delivery maniacs. We can deliver plants up to Boston, Massachusetts, which is seven, eight hours away. Uh, we get an order by one, two o'clock. We're there seven o'clock the next day. So a lot of that is cultural, but it's something that um, the competition finds it infinitely difficult to uh, to deal with and to compete with. Okay. Would you say that, uh, you know, what, what are some of the, the key ways that, that, uh, you can promote that value um, if and not just uh, fall into that, that trap of just competing on price? Well, I think a good thing, a good example is we were talking before, Matt, about the fact that some of my outside folks will walk into a customer, a prospective customer, and the first question out of their mouth is, what's my discount? Well, generally, we don't, we don't discount. 
have a, a, a competitive fair price. We're higher than some, cheaper than some, about the same as most. So we don't compete that way. But if you don't validate that first question, you're not going to get past the first gate. You're not going to even get your foot in the door. So you have to validate that, and what you have to do is try to deflect that first question in such a way where you're leading the customer to come back and ask about things that you're doing. Or reverse it and ask the customer, well, well you know, discount's important and price is important, but let me ask you a question. What are the things that are important to you as a nursery or a garden center? You know, How can I help you improve your business? What are, what are the things that bug you? What are the things that if you wish you could wave a magic wand and you can improve? Well, the next thing that's going to come up is delivery. next thing that's going to come up is minimum orders. You know, I may need 100 plants, but I've got to buy 400 to satisfy a minimum order. Uh, I had a problem last year, and the problem just went on and on, and, and my, my supplier didn't solve the problem right away. So by asking questions, and sometimes use the echo technique, where uh, the customers say, well, I have a problem with deliveries. Well, don't ask, the, don't ask a question. Just say, problem with deliveries? They'll elaborate a little bit more. Uh, I have a problem with minimum orders. Echo it back. Problem with minimum orders? Get the customer to talk a little bit. Basically, get the customer to open up, tell you what their needs are, and then you can see if your situation as a supplier can help service those needs to get them off of this price kick. Okay. Okay, so it sounds like those are all really ways that by by finding out those other issues that are that are bothering them, that you can then position your company to differentiate itself from some of that other competition that's out there. Absolutely. You know, when I first came to the perennial farm, I looked around and I said, Jeepers Creepers, seems to me if you put up a couple of poly houses, you buy some pots, some dirt, and some plugs, da-da, I'm a perennial grower. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, at the time, we want to raise the pain threshold. We want to differentiate ourselves. We want to be a leader. You know, there's an old adage, if you're a dog sled team, which dog has the best view? Well, it's the lead dog. And why is that? Well, what are all the other dogs looking at? <laughs> the lead dog's rear end. Mm-hmm. So if you lead the way and you, uh, you come up with uh, things that make it easy for customers to deal with you so it's a non-hassle arrangement, you get them off of this price thing. I think the thing you know we need to do as an industry, we, we, we all work in a very tough industry. We all work very, very hard, very competitive out there. It's somewhat of an incestuous business. Who's my customer? Who's my competitor? Who's my supplier? And I think we need to step back and we need to look at our businesses to see those areas of excellence that we can promote. Uh, if you're sitting there and saying, well, everything is great and I'm doing it the way I've always done it for years, you can't do it that way anymore. It, it's a much more competitive environment that we're faced with. And by by promoting those things, we can do better and coming up with other ways, it will get us off the price. One thing I might just add, Matt, I think in today's industry, a lot of people are not focused on what their costs are. And what that does is it allows them to revert to price. And if they really understood their costs, what the variable costs are in running the business, what the fixed costs are in terms of running the business, what the mortality is, what all of the costs in terms of shipping and receiving and all the rest of it, uh, they would find that uh, sometimes competing on price is not a very intelligent thing to do, and ultimately you're going to torque yourself into the ground if that's the only way you go. 
So uh, are there any keys to really making sure that you, you do understand that cost? Is that something that that uh, growers can, can uh, dig deep and sort of find that out? Yeah, I think I think you have to do kind of a bottoms up cost analysis and look at everything, and truisms or think things that you think are absolutely cast in stone. Maybe they're not cast in stone. Look at everything. The other thing is, I think you need to focus on bringing new ideas and new concepts into a company. Years ago, I worked in the aerospace industry, and we had a policy of promoting from within. And that's good, and it's good bringing people up through within the company and promoting them and this and that. But what it does is it kind of inbreeds a, uh, a culture, a culture where everybody's saluting to the same thing. You're so close to the forest, you can't see the trees. So I think bringing in some fresh ideas from the outside, uh, creating an environment where you will listen to those ideas, where you will encourage people, where you won't, you won't tell people, well, this is the way I've been doing it for the last 20 years, and, and marginalize them. I think that will help in terms of uh, in, injecting some new blood, some new ideas, some new concepts into making your company uh, a better company. Excellent. Good insight. Uh, thank you again, Ed. And you can uh, find more from Ed on uh, the Perennial Farm's website, which is www.perennialfarm.com. Thank you, Matt. I uh, enjoyed talking with you and uh, hope to chat with you again sometime soon.